This episode is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. Plus, check out the two new flavors that just debuted this spring. Finally, also hit us up on social media. running full full speed ahead oh you didn't tell me that i never did well i don't i just hit record when i feel like there's something going on oh okay yeah when there's like a juicy tidbit you okay. know it's like well, i'm glad i'm not slopping all these tangerines out my mouth uh, this is my third one already is it mm-hmm. that's good well you're a quiet you eater when they're cuties nope. i have to be because my child will get up stomp out of the room um and not eat with me why she cannot you're not stand- my real mom um, <laughs> Uh, she cannot stand the way people sound when they chew, especially if their mouth is open. Well, I'm like, um, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to admit that I'm probably not the most subtle chewer. I like to enjoy my food, but I do try to make an effort now to keep my mouth more closed. Well, sometimes you don't really realize it. Like when she was growing up, if I'd make her food that she really liked, she would sit there and hum while she ate. Like that's how I my know dad that, would do she that liked she liked what she was eating. Because she'd be like, mm, 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 until she was done. And I was like, did you did you like that? And she'd be like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. I, my dad would do that. I, I've, that was so annoying. See, I don't I, I don't even think she knew that she was doing it. But I realized that it's like, uh, that's that's how I know she's enjoying what she's yeah, doing. Yeah, I, I had a roommate. Like, every time that he would, like, take a big sip of, like, milk or something, he'd go, yeah, my my dad. It's like, that. is that like it's 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 so, it's like it's like purposeful. Yeah, it's like you know you, you take it you know it's like you take a drink it's like, you know, but it's like ah, like yeah yeah I, it's like delicious. I'm like I'm like I'm the shit. Well, <laughs> I have to admit I am a gulper. I am a I'm a gulper and I can hardly control that. Now, when you drink water, do you make an effort not to pop your cheeks out? You know, like when you take a big swig of something, you're like your cheeks could go. And then they come like where people can normally like recycle the the oxygen. Whereas you take a big gulp of something and then your cheeks pop out and then you process it, like you funnel it down. I don't believe my cheeks pop out. It just I just gulp it all the way down. Okay. I'm a loud gulper. My sister is too. I don't know if that's a hereditary thing. I didn't grow up with her, but we both gulp. hereditary. Like it's passed on in your genes. Yeah. Oh. Loud gulping. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll ask the people who developed the seedless watermelon. Okay. Uh, I don't... Um. Now, after you talk to them, you should talk to the people that make the square watermelons. Why would you make square watermelons? Because. Why wouldn't you? That's just cool. You just shove it in a shaper, and then it grows, and it's square. And then you oh, is can that charge what they do? $14 for it. Yeah. You, yeah, they put it in like a like a silicon mold, and it just grows that way. Sounds like our education it's system. It's kind of like binding, um, binding feet, you know, back in the Chinese dynasty thing. What? Which one, Ming or Yao? The, I don't know. Or the one who like, Mao. I don't know. Mao. Well, Mao was the communist or the socialist. Okay, I whatever. don't know. Their feet were bound, so they mm-hmm. couldn't go anywhere, and people had to carry them around. Kind of like that kind of a thing. Why would they do that? So they couldn't walk away, and they were very dependent. They liked their little tiny feet, so they bound them so they wouldn't grow. Well, that's one that's really taking a fetish way too far. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Boxing Helena? No. 
Oh, you got to see that. I can't believe you haven't seen that. Like, There's a lot of movies I haven't seen. I've, I have 400 movies cataloged and reviewed. Still haven't seen a lot of movies. You have to see Boxing Helena. My husband used to uh, threaten me like that all the time. He'd be like, don't make me box you, Helena. It's where this guy falls in love. I think he. I think she's like a supermodel or something. He cuts off her arms and legs, so she's just a head and a torso, and he puts her in this like, like velvet box and pretty much like takes care of her and feeds her and... You know, it's one of those, like, I depend on you. You did this to me, but I can't live on my own, so. That's a pretty, it's like a, that's a hard pull from last week's podcast as far as the dumb submissive thing. Yeah, well, I'm just. (laughs) Like, well, I'm just just sitting here. I want oatmeal and I'm not going to shut up until you feed me my fucking oatmeal. Uh, what am I going to do with a spoon? Huh? I can't spoon. <laughs> I can't use a spoon. I can't spoon. Motherfucker, I can't fork. <laughs> Feed me my oatmeal. I don't I don't remember this. Huh? I don't Oh no, this is just an extension. This is like a spin-off series. Okay. Yeah. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, this about. is like taking Dom's submiss way too far. Well, submissive, obviously you, you Well, know. like boxing Helene or binding somebody's feet. Yeah. Cause that makes perfect sense. Yeah. In somebody's mind, it did. Somebody thought of it. Mm. Well, a lot of things make mind make sense. Mind make and, mind sense. Yes, they make mind. Is that a video? Oh, it's Minecraft. Oh, my you know. daughter loves that. There's a lot of things that my, in my mind that make sense, but you don't see me executing upon them. Right. Probably for the best. Well, I'm not saying everything that makes sense to you, you have to participate in. <laughs> yeah, I think Hitler f- missed a few steps. Oh Jesus! I think Stalin missed a few steps. What do you mean, sixty million? Ah, uh, maybe I should rethink my strategy. Oh, <laughs> Get off the cross. Let the bread rise. I'm gonna oh. open a bag of wasabi snacks. Wasabi snacks? Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, you can zip it as far as all your shit talking goes about my snacks. I didn't talk shit about your snacks. Yeah, you did. No, I, I, was... the, I bought the fried uh, pea pods. The, the Peapod things at Aldi's, and you're like, you might as well just buy a sleeve of Pringles and shove those in your face. We'll sleep. No, that's completely, totally relevant and different. Relevant? And just nasty. What do you mean, you mean irrelevant? irrelevant? That's what I said. What do you mean? Well, Pringles are delicious. <sighs> yeah, but you're just like, that's, that. all that shit. All that protein it, it, bar you're eating, oh, that's garbage. <laughs> Everything you do is garbage, no matter how healthy you try to be. Hello, I wrote an article. What you ar- do is garbage. I wrote an article. <laughs> you're garbage. I wrote, yeah. hello, I wrote an article. That's how you make me feel. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I wrote an article called American Hypocrite, so yeah. Well, let, recite that. Ver- huh? Recite that verbatim. Um, I actually can't. I wrote it back in 2016, oh I God. think. 2016? Yeah. No, it was a week or two after the the election. Mm-hmm. When was that? It's been so long. I don't know. I was in the hospital. And I swear it's to God, one of the nurses, mm-hmm. when she asked me what year it is, I was like kind of guessing, and then she told me it was twenty twenty. Swear to God, she was fucking with me. I was like, "Are you short? I lose three years of my life. Is when this, did this happen? Am I Jean Claude Van Damme? Is this Time Cop? <laughs> is it, I... Seriously, there was a movie." Um, I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm just going to go with it anyways. Yeah. It was a movie with Dennis Leary, mm-hmm. a comedian, obviously. Uh, he did a movie where I caught it like just in the be- just 
past the beginning where he wakes up in some facility and he thinks it's a certain year, but he's in like a facility where he can't leave and he's and he thinks it's like a certain time or whatever. And then it end up, ends up going back to he, he eventually they make him come to the realization like he believes something, but it turns out he had like an eh, fucking never mind. No, come on. It was um, he's in a facility. Mm-hmm. What happened was there was a huge plague, like an outbreak that killed tons of people. And for him to go back out into the world, it would end up killing him or something like that. So this woman in this one of those doctors looks after him the entire time. And he thinks it's like 1997 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he it, it turns out it's a it's a total it's a it's a hoax it turns out it's it's like it's like 10 or 12 years later so what it's like ha ha jokes on you well they did i don't know i don't remember why they did it it's an remember interesting... when you fucked over brandy well this is payback <laughs> i don't know it's a weird the movie is called final with dennis leary mm, is it I dennis leary it's dennis leary no i don't think i've seen that it's heard of it. yeah it's it's interesting uh yeah there's some notable actors in there, but it's, for the most part, it's just one of those movies you're like, okay. Why did I watch that? Yeah. I want an hour. I don't know. The blonde in is pretty cute, but that's about it. I remember she's got one of those noses where it's like really short and the, the nose kind of like the nostril open and kind of goes up a little higher than normal. Like, like if you're like, if you're like really, really, if you're like a rich chick who just uh-huh. lives on a sail, lives on a cruise boat or whatever with like a millionaire, okay. you have like one of them noses. Okay. I don't know. You have to check it out. It, you'd know it when you'd you nose it when you'd seize it. When I seize it, yeah. I was nose yeah. it. How's that mandarin orange it's a papaya cutie. working out for you? It's a cutie. It's amazing. These yeah. are the best tangerines you can buy. Because, oh, tangerines. Yeah, you can peel them in one. They have no seeds. Really? You, yeah, little babies. That's why they call them cuties, because little kids can peel them open. Easy. No tripping. What do you mean? Kids don't eat healthy. That's why they're called cuties. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to buy these by because the, you have to buy them by the bag. Mm. Half the bag would be gone in a day. I walked by, I think probably my ultimate kryptonite because it's they're right there in front of you and they're not expensive. In what store? Uh, Are we talking how you have to go to Hannah first because you can't go to Aldi's because the eggs are one ninety nine? Well, I actually paid one ninety nine for eggs tonight, but they're good eggs. No, I walked by apple fritters. Glazed apple fritters. And those are your favorite? Those are my dad's favorite. I don't know if they're my favorite, but my favorite... But they're undeniable. You walk by them, you look at them, and you go, ooh, I could eat that. And it's like you eat four of them, and you're like, why did I eat that? <laughs> I could easily deny that. I will, however, tell you, yesterday I was in so much pain and so miserable. When I picked up Starla from her, her meeting um, after school, because they're going to Washington, D.C. for like three days, mm-hmm. I was like looking at her, and I said, we need to get some chocolate cake. So we went to Hannaford's, and they usually have really good tiramisu cups, mm-hmm. which are our favorites. And so they didn't have anything small except like a little square of tiramisu that was like $3. So we walked around the corner, and there was like an entire tiramisu cake that was like you just this bought the whole thing. big for 17 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, uh, how about we get this? And she was like, yeah, because half of it will be gone tonight. Remember those days when you could just be a giant? That's the problem when my niece comes up. It's like, I'm on point, I'm on point, I'm on point. She likes to eat. Oh, that bitch can eat. Yeah. It's like, I'm on point, I'm on point, I'm on point. She shows up, it's like fucking Amtrak. 
just off the rails, gone over. Like literally, I'm doing de- I'm doing decent, not bad. Yeah, but she Veggies, warned you. She hats. told you she's not detox. She's not dieting. So well, she, she doesn't. Well, eat. she never fucking diets. She, she never diets. But she comes up here, and the next thing I know, we go from, uh, um, went from that place with all the stuff. The birch. Yeah, the, the, bir- birch, the, on the birch on Elm. It's and then it, we ended up like, she's like, I want ice cream. Um, and then we ended up hitting Cold Stone Creamery. I thought you guys were going to go to Ben and Jerry's. Well, what Cold Stone Creamery that? is far more destructive. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you are really want to be a fat piece of shit. Because they're like, here's this giant waffle cone. You want yeah. the gotta have it size? Yeah. It's like, yeah, we just did an autopsy on some fucking broad out back. Here's the rest of her fat. We'll just put that right on top of the ice cream for you. Mm. You know? But it, it is really good. Yeah, it is. You get like the the cheesecake, and I got like the cheese, the cheesecake and the heavy cr- in the in the dark chocolate, and then I put like Heath Bar Crunch, and then like peanut butter cups in it, and just that was it. I haven't been there in a really, really, really long time. It's good. It, well, here's the thing: is the reason we were there is they are like open till like nine o'clock. Yeah. So you can be a fat piece of shit pretty late. Yeah. After that, after your workout, and you're like, "Well, I think I deserve me some ice cream." <laughs> they might as well have it built into Planet Fitness. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually am pretty good when it comes to to desserts. Like, like I don't, um, I have a sweet tooth, but it's usually those like, uh, it's like PMS triggered. I have that sweet problem. Tooth, but um. Yeah, I was gonna ask you if your like man period was coming soon. Like, oh, it I cranky yeah. all week. Um, well, if I'm tired, like if I don't get a proper sleep, then yeah, I'm. You go uh, super cranky. Oh my god, I There's go. There's like no changing you. No, when I if I don't get if I don't get sleep, I'm in a bad way. Yeah. Or if I'm behind schedule, I'm in a bad way. Or if, uh. You know, I have financial responsibilities for things I have to reorder or places I got to go and things I got to do. And, yeah, I get cranky. So you're but yeah, lo- in a bad way until you get your your walnuts. Lo- that's no big deal. That's no big deal. That'll be handled. Like, that's a problem that will be solved uh-huh. because, I, you know, it's simple. Do you think so? Do you think they're going to? Yeah. I paid for a product. I have the receipt. I expect to get it. Simple as that. You don't, you don't steal my money and get away with it. Okay, I'll drive down to Jersey, and Jersey. get my mother. I'll and I'll knock on the door, and be like, "I want my motherfucking walnuts," and I'll keep doing it. Cool. You know, that's the thing. Why not? Let's make a vlog of that. Yeah, driving down to Jersey. Yeah, I'll Michael- tease my hair up all big. You can, you can wear your like. Um- you want me to? You want me to uh, fire trim my hair like I'm Pauly D? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, no, I mean the address is there, so I can just go to the wall and be like, "Listen, um, I got a receipt here. Where's my walnuts?" Yeah. Be I'm like, sure. where, wait, where, where are you from? Yeah, yeah, I drove, I drove fucking six hours to get here. So, where's my nuts? <laughs> I don't know. Where's my fucking nuts? This episode is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. Also, look up on social and media. And if you see his nuts, let us know. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, uh, low T. Yeah, I can feel it when I'm in like a low T week. I literally was going to deadlift the other day, and today I literally went night like night head light headed. Yeah. Like, like you just, you're listening to music and all of a sudden you're about to, pa- you're about to, you're like, I'm going out. That's it. See you later, folks. Da, 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 da. And the music gets staticky mm-hmm. because your brain's not processing it anymore. It's like, nap. 
There's no need for you to hear this any better than you already are. Because you're going... Because like sick puppies, you're going down. (laughs) It's like taking a whippet. That's too bad. Uh, Actually, no, I was better with a whippet. But this is... It's weird. Like if, if, if anybody's ever had like... If you ever got lightheaded while working out at the gym, you literally... Or figuratively. You mm-hmm. actually will when you get lightheaded, your music, if it's on full blast, you will start to sound more staticky and noisy. And it's not your headphones. It's you getting ready to hit the ground. So just keep that in mind. The best get- thing you can do is drop the weights, get down on one knee, and Yeah, it's it's interesting. And it happens often with people who are whose calories are too low for too long mm-hmm. or they're getting adjusted to a high fat diet mm. or who, who have high fat diets and they need more carbs to kind of even things out. Right. I've yet to experience any of that. So, um, it's interesting. It's me. not fun, I'm... but then again, I don't like the gym either, but I go cause I know I have to, but I don't feel like right now I'm getting the workout that I, I can. You don't like the gym? No, I've, I've hated the gym for fucking four years. Mm. I hate it. That's unfortunate. Like a place you go almost every single day. Four days a week. Every, you know, four days a week. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like going, but I know I have to. I you have know you to. have to. It's like brushing your teeth. Have to do it. Well, yeah, unless you want to, you know, have five teeth and three of them in your pocket. Well, less maintenance. Um, But... I just, I have to do it. And I know I have to. And I have to go in there and be bigger than I really am. But I just, it's, it happens. It, I mean, my friend Zach is the same way. You know, he'll go there and there and power lift like a maniac. And then uh, some weeks he's like, dude, I just don't have it this week. Well, yeah, there's some, day, there's some days go, when yeah. you're totally burned out where you're like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, and then you go in there, you, you see girls that are, like, squatting more than you. It's like, well, first of all, that's all they do, <laughs> okay? They literally wrap the, weight, they wrap the weight belt around their stomachs to the point where they can't fucking breathe, and then they just go and squat their body weight. And it's like, okay, well, take into account, that's all they do. So they're going to get accustomed to it, whereas you're doing a lot of chest, you're doing a lot of back, you're working on your abs, and you're cutting weight, too. It's, you're attempting to cut weight at the same time. So it's like, accept that. Don't focus on what they're doing. Focus on what you're doing. You're just looking at butts. That's all you're doing. Yeah. But it's, well, yeah. But that's why I have the hat room, so I don't get distracted. It's like, and I just, it's like, that's a mindset when you go in there. It's like nothing, it's nothing more than a distraction. So focus on what you need to do, get it done, and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, pretty much. You know? And then it's like, like, like like we already discussed. It's like people start waving at you. People start saying hi to you. And it's like. Ah, no, don't say hi to me. Okay, hi, fine. <laughs> I just wave. I just wave like, hey, that's good enough. Yeah. People pretty much. Uh, I used to think people were going to hit me. It's like, wow. ah, because I didn't think people would approach me for any other reason. Have you seen people hit people at the gym? Is yes. this like a reality? Uh, yeah. Now? You ever been to Gold's Gym? Uh, yeah, I have, but I've never seen a fight break out. Oh, yeah, I have. Really? Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah trainers uh, well some of the well they were psychos over there they were all psychos yeah i know and but they're I, all roid ragers too i've never seen i've never encountered anything like that well i mean because well the reason i would have encountered it is because i was there far too much for far too long i was cutting for a very long time i was not getting any sleep 
and I was there all the fucking time. I was posing. I was doing. I was practicing my posing at two a.m. in the dark. It's like get a life. Well, Why first in of all, the I, dark. You mm, can't see yourself. I could see enough. Uh, it was. It was crazy. It's just that was a long time ago. Yeah, it sounds absolutely insane. Yep. Yep. It was nuts. So. Oh, there's your nuts. Hmm. <laughs> I just found your nuts. Oh, thanks. Hmm. So what else? I don't know. My leg, my calves are shaved, so that's good. I see that. That's Look at good. you. Yeah, I'm all... You're like showing them off with your shorts. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to get comfortable. I'm pretending to look comfortable. Is this good? How's my posing? Um, um, you look like you're semi-comfortable, I guess. Semi? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a semi-comfortable. I could literally, what would be really cool is the way the, 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 couch is positioned I you could, should just lay down i probably could and like, just and just put my what is what's that like sabrina or something like that just put my hands on my cheeks yeah that's like a like just a say disney. like so like a disney thing who's greg you know <laughs> and just wave my feet in the background and like and just randomly cross them yeah like a little school girl that would be so cute well yeah i got the dress for it so kind of you know. pretty much uh yeah so oh yeah i went to so I, I decided to go to like my voluntarily go to my first like social net well it's not social like oh, actual yeah, networking think, event. Yeah, tell a place me Place called that. Cabinet off of Bridge Street. Mm-hmm. Took me like fucking ten minutes to find the place. Uh-huh. I didn't realize it's like in an area that's like under construction with like no entrance or whatever. It was like right off of Bridge Street. The place is nice. Like Bridge and Elm. Yeah, it's like right there next to that big Bank of America parking garage. Okay. It was nice. Like yeah. the, in the and I didn't I you know I'm not a name tag type person. Yeah, it's like, hi, my name is go fuck yourself or whatever. I just I don't like name tags. I don't. So so was this just an invitation for uh, business owners just to. Yeah, just networking and and stuff. And I just I don't know. It it, it's uncomfortable for me. Uh And yet, like I met like I talked to one guy from uh, Prime America or whatever, which is like some, you know, insurance shit or whatever. But he was nice. Mm. We didn't really talk about business. I just I, I just told him straight up. I go, look, I'm not comfortable here. Right. Like, I don't do this often, if at all. This is actually the first time I've actually showed up for one of these things with this group. And I was just like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm just here. Uh, so and he's like, yeah, well, this and the other thing. But he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't a dick about it. He was just nice. And we talked about cars and his, uh, his wife has a really nice Mustang. We chatted about things like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And apparently his uncle or his grandfather or father or something like that has like a maple syrup business and shit. So. Delicious. Yeah, he talked to me about apparently like you can make maple syrup cream, but it doesn't have like butter or anything. It's not dairy. Like you can literally have it sit on the shelf because it's just maple syrup. So, um, how is it cream though? Explain that to me. Like coffee cream or like whipping cream? It's like cream. It's like maple syrup cream. You could look it up, but apparently it's like a maze balls. So, well, I'm going to have to because yeah, I, 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 I he has that. my info because oddly enough, I had business cards in my pocket. Did uh, you? Yeah, I did. Did you have parking cards too? No, no. Actually, it was really cool when I first got there. Not that anyone really gives a shit, but I mean, when I got there, a guy gave me a 90-minute parking pass for free, so I didn't have to. He's just like, yeah, here you go. And I was like, sweet. I'm leaving. So I'm like, this is a perfect time for me to like uncomfortably, you know, bow out of here. So I was there for like maybe an hour and ten. So I met that guy. 
talked to him. He was really nice. Gave me his card and stuff like that. So I think I threw it over there. And I got to get fucking pins for that because that thing's getting <gasps> out of control. I will give you pins because I have so many pins. I don't want these pins and I don't need them. So Thank you. Because, I, I mean, look pins. at that. It looks like it's ready. To, it looks like George Costanza's fucking wallet. It's not that bad. It it's could, really not that bad. It's it half could, empty. Well, that's because there's a bunch of shit behind it, like each well, one. Um, and then I met two some couple. Um, we And I just kind of, you know spieled my story and just talked about stuff because john morton was there too uh-huh. he saw that i was going and he's you know he obviously jumped on board and you know he goes to those things all the time because he's like a grunt he's like a fucking frontline soldier just jumps right in there and just starts talking to people about shit and right. does his whole thing and you know it's that's good he's built for it you know you can hit him on the head and he'll just keep on coming um so he met i met he, I, I met him there we talked for a little bit. He talked to some of the guy. Kind of ventured off a little bit. Came back. Didn't touch any of their hors d'oeuvres. Didn't get a drink. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to this other couple about some shit. And then uh, they seemed nice enough. And they asked me for a card. And I was like, you know, it's like you don't have to. You know, if you don't want to talk to me again, no, it's fine. You don't. I don't. But they asked for it, and it's like, okay, I'll give you it. I just like the idea that I can make them myself. You know, right. I like. To, I want to make everything myself. So. I think it's pretty cool. And, uh, I mean, they're not perfect, but they're actually pretty damn good. There's a little lining issue I got to fix on there. I don't know. It might be having to do with the ink getting, the color ink getting low. I don't know. But it's still pretty cool that I can actually do it. Right. I like making shit myself. And I just, I, the way I can convey it to people, I enjoyed that process. And I think they see that. Well, because uh, then you're completely hands-on. And I think those, those things are good to go to because you just get practice in talking to people. Um, and most of the time, I think a lot of them are equally as uncomfortable and just kind of like looking for somebody to talk to as well. Uh, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. It's, um, I'm going to try this and see how it, see how it goes. All right. Let me put the, actually, no, can't do that. I'm going to put this down here and see how, oh, there we go. Ugh. You look comfy. That's a little better. We'll see how long this lasts. Um, yeah, I mean, because I'm willing to shoot my mouth off. That's fine. I don't. I'm not there to be politically correct or or whatever. I just go. I mean, I just go there and I will talk to anybody about anything. I mean, I already have a a a, a preloaded story, right? You know, and that's fine. And I think I would originally think that people would get like overloaded with it but for the most part people actually like just like listening to somebody else talk when and i don't feel fraudulent in just telling them a real story and being enthusiastic about everything well i agree i think if you sell something you should believe in it thing is i don't even really know what i'm selling peanut butter well i don't go there to advertise that what do you go there to advertise in i don't i just go there to talk just to do like just to do stuff it's like, yeah, I went to that thing. Why? Well, it was there. You know, it was there. I was there. So we put, you know, that's it. But I mean, eventually just by doing it, like originally, like two years ago, I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was going to do this thing or have this type of content or whatever. And then, you know, a year ago, it's like, I don't know where this is going to go and I don't know how I'm going to make money with it. And then six months from then, it's a whole different story. Oh, I didn't know I was going to have these options and what's going to happen in another six months who knows right that's just like uh during my workout today because i love rob bailey and the hustle standard that's like all i can listen to so it's like it's taken them like 10 years 
and all they did was like do stuff and like in one of his songs um I think they're I think he's at like at kind of like a seminar because they do stuff in Pennsylvania that's where they're from so they do yeah they like a sessions. farm and stuff I love them I, I I love them so incredibly much um but he said uh do what you love and um be good to people and the money will come fuck the money do what you love and just be good to people and I really think uh good things can come from that I'm just trying to figure out what I what I love to do, and that was like I love to travel. So if obviously if I have the capacity to just travel and see new shit, then obviously if it's new sites, I can absorb it, I can process it, I can t- I can record it, and then I can edit it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when I go somewhere and I record something, I have the capacity to edit it and make it look semi cool, right? And I don't even have to insert myself in a capacity where I'm constantly talking, right? You know, I can just kind of show off the scenery and make it. Travely, you know. Travely. You know, I don't. Not like I'm freaking spiky-haired McGillicuddy. Diners, dive-ins, and douchebags. You know, it's. I don't have to. I don't have to do that. I can yeah, just kind of. That was something. That was a thing. It was catchy. Right. But it's not Anthony Bourdain. No, because that's a, that's something completely different. Yeah, it's something better. It's an, everybody has their niche. <laughs> well, yeah. It's better. Of course it is. it is, because it's more intimate. He talks about his life, and he talks about his family, and he talks about experience and feelings. Yeah. Something that's completely different than, like, oh, my God, I'm going to shove this in my fat face. <laughs> Yum, it's delicious. Look at the cheese melt everywhere. Cheese melted in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> and it ain't coming out. So. No. And, and I learning that balance has been super difficult because mm-hmm. I love food. And matter of fact, there used to be a whole section of the website that was demo- demoted, devoted to food. And I pulled it off because it just wasn't jiving with the rest of the, the theme. What? Because like like food that you ate or because all you I would went, do it was like a foodie section or what? Yeah, it was just a foodie section. It had like a menu and everything, and I ripped it out. I'm like, this is just not doing anything, and I don't and I don't want recipes. Recipes are are stupid. Uh-huh. Methods are great. Recipes are dumb. Um, it's like, hey, the recipe. It's like, no. <laughs> No, you can't have the recipe. That's a dick move, man. Why won't you give me the recipe? Shit. No, it's a method because you learn how to make it your own. Make it your own. Well, I don't like those. I don't like this. No, just make it yourself. Make right. it your own. Learn, and you'll learn how to have it your way. And it's even it's way better when you get comfortable with the method that you've produced. You know, I'm just showing you. It's like, oh, peas, rice, and carrots. Well, there you go. Make your own. Good luck, pal. You know, it's not cooking isn't hard. It's like anything else. As long as you know it's okay to fail, it's just a party after that. Well, yeah, but some people have to get have to be taught. Some people need a recipe to go off of so that they can then figure out what it is that they like to either add or subtract. Mm-hmm. Look at you. You're so <laughs> cute. I wish I had the camera to video you. That's See, and that's something I think you need more of is like candid video because it would make you more human. My CPU is a neural net <laughs> processor, a learning yeah. computer. Yeah. Um, I think that, well, I don't mind candidates. It's just that if the candidates are good. Yeah, but you don't know what is going to be good. No, I don't. Not until I start. What you're going to use until you see it all. Well, I've been pulling away from the candidates to make more interesting videos, more concept. I decided, I, that's why I pulled away from a lot of the rants. I, pulled I know, a- but you know what? 
I'll go back to it, but a lot of your you don't have to go back to the rants because a lot of times you say the same shit things over and over and over and over over again. Oh, and I just keep doing that, and I'll keep doing that until I explore new territory. But I'm just saying, like, like the idea behind your rant was a conversation that we had had, and if you had, if we had filmed something while we were at the restaurant talking, it would have made the idea far more intimate and understandable. Mm. Just, I'm just saying, all, all I do is give opinions for you to explore something else. And I've taken and, you up on your clip. And and a lot of that video was just like drone footage too. Yeah. You know, so it's like if, and I I get that if you have more video that you have to go through, it's more work, but it it comes together and it's more cohesive and it shows. I, I think it makes a stronger statement and it shows more of your personality and no i agree with that a lot of the time you just you're seeing just a uh, a disheveled my disheveled development on trying to build a spare parts an empire out of spare parts you know it's like okay i don't have enough footage for today at least i don't think i do uh so i'm gonna take this and this stuff that we did from the other day and then i'm gonna turn it i'm gonna have like a nice cute intro reintroducing the town that I live in that isn't very impressive to begin with, try some new angles to shoot from, and then go into a rant and see what I can come up with because I'm not very good with words. Yeah, uh, you are. You use words all the time. You monopolize words. That's all you do is use words. You use words so much, I have to bring this sign in that says shut up so I can get a word in edgewise. I'd let you talk. Yeah, because you're tired. Yeah. See? Um... No, I had to just regroup, you know, get back on the saddle from a shitty week. Uh, you know, that was a shit vlog, so I'll just get back on track, do the things I know how to do, and be up early. Be up early, be in the elements, and take some risks. I did that. I got it done. Move on to the next one. Uh, and that's it. And obviously, I'm not afraid to fail. I failed constantly. Well, no, but- that's what part of creating is. Yeah. So it's not a big deal to me. It's just that um, in collaboration and candids are part of the process. I've done a lot of, there's a lot of candids. I've done a lot of episodes that have candids in them. Um, it's just the do the can, how do I make the candids float together? How does it work? Showing the process is just as important to me because if I show the, if I show an audience, no matter how small or how big, if I show them the process, the ins and outs of it, they can get a better understanding of who I am, who I'm working with, why I work with them for whatever reason, and how we produce a final product. Exactly. So if you have a premise and you can add to it, then it's cohesive. Yes. But I have... Co- and it's, I have and isu- it's intimate. I have issues with cohesive when I'm generally doing things by myself. Sometimes, like some of my best ones, you know, like for uh, some of the vlogs, I guess we'll talk about the vlogs for a minute. Some of my best work... Which, it's my best work. Doesn't mean it's good. Just means it's my best work. Like, it's the best stuff I've produced so far with the talent that I currently have that has not fully developed. Some of my best work, to me, seems incomplete. It doesn't seem like it, it, doesn't seem like it hits the mark. You know, like when I did Incomplete Trickster, I felt like that was a failed concept when I put it out there. I said, I've tried something different. I had ideas. I put them together, but it doesn't seem like it quite worked to me. But the response that I got from that episode, people were like, they were blown away. But it just, it felt like a, a lot going on. 
and very visually appealing, but people got something out of it. So I was like, okay. And then like Dog Day Afternoon, that one of the my most viewed one that was about, you know, when working with the nonprofit. That's my highest viewed viewed vlog. But that was a I thought the for the most part, the the um video that I you know that I shot was terrible. So I was like I'm like, look at all this shit. And then I just basically put it together and it's it's a lot of candid, you know, just me barking and then running back and forth and remeasuring and then shooting crowd work and stuff like that. And I guess I just put that thing together and it turned out to be like a nice little catchatory or, right. you know, and people loved it. And you're going to get people that like things for different reasons too. Yeah. And I don't want to play to a certain audience. I just, no, but that's why I think you should play You should do a lot of different things and be creative in different avenues because it'll hit somebody somewhere. Everything will hit, something will hit somebody somewhere. Mm-hmm. And everything has a point to it. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's why I've tried many different concepts. Um, it just sucks sometimes when you have that anxiety of waking up and not knowing what you're going to do. And knowing not only that you not know what you're going to do, but you're on a schedule to get what you don't know what you're going to be doing out in a timely fashion. Well, you have to get your mind working towards more of getting an idea earlier on in the week or what have you. Right. So that you have an idea of what you're doing versus, you know, like, oh, it's Friday night. Let's go film something. Not sure what I'm going to do. And that's what it feels like every single time. Yeah. So you should be and... more, like, more open to listening to ideas or seeing like seeing anything and letting it be an inspiration like there is shit that i see all day long where i'm like i'm making a canvas for that i'm gonna remember that you know like any anything anything i pull out of my ass there's just conversations i hear other people having like you just have to be open well as obviously during the day the things i hear are not conversation or thought or inspiration worthy the what you're saying as far as the yeah that's an idea I should go do that well that's why I write everything down and there's a lot of projects in there that I want to do and the problem is, is I don't know a lot of people who have the inspiration to go out and do this stuff whether just maybe and I I just tri- attribute it to being lazy whereas I'm just going out there as early as I can possibly can early as I possibly can as early as possible yeah. going out and executing something if anything. And putting it together. And then taking, you know, any idea, writing it down, and then waiting for the next one to come. And then some, and a lot of the times, especially lately, you just feel like you go to, you know, reach in the cabinet and there's nothing there. You're just barren. And it's like, you get so discouraged so easily. It's like, when did I become so fucking stupid that I can't come up with one simple idea? When all a six-year-old does on a daily basis is have ideas. And bark them out. And I can't come up with one thing to do. I can't come up with one simple way to record it. Yeah, but that's when you have to get outside of your comfort zone or your box or your little bubble that you've put yourself into and go do something that is completely like off the wall so that maybe you can find some inspiration somewhere. Like what? Like, Jesus, anything. Like go go to one of those stupid drink wine and paint a canvas classes. Or, like, just do something different that's outside of, like, your rigid schedule that you have. 
Like, let's just go to dinner, sit at a bar, and turn the camera on. And, like, listen to people. Or just go somewhere that you haven't been before. What's the whole point? Like, go, just go to a thrift store and look at the garbage that's there. And you will get an idea. Something will hit you. That's just how, like, your, like, your room here is created for productivity. Yes. Okay, so you've been to my house. My house is created for pure creativity. Looks like fucking Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah, it's it's pure creativity. Anywhere that you look is stuff that I love and stuff that has meaning and stuff that gives me ideas for different canvases and assemblages and all kinds of garbage. And since I've met you with doing your vlog and your podcast and this and that, it has inspired me to where... That's eventually where I'm going to go because that's someplace Starla wants to go. Mm -hmm. So that's new territory for us that I appreciate you letting me into this world because all this is very new to me, but it's another form of expression. But there's, you can find inspiration everywhere, but you gotta, I think you just need to be a little more open and you're, you're very rigid with your time and your schedule. And I get that because there's a purpose for that. And that has served a purpose in your life for a really long time. Yes. And and I get that. And I, I think that's wonderful and beautiful. And I've told you before, one of the reasons that I like you is because you're so driven and motivated and disciplined. And that's a good thing. But there, I think there comes a time in everybody's life where you always have to keep reevaluating because you always have to keep growing. That's what, like, that's what life is about. You, I will be a work in progress until the day that I die. So I will constantly be evaluating what it is I'm doing, where I'm coming from, and how I can broaden my horizons. And the ideas that I come with, come up with, I will start um, introducing them into my lifestyle, mm -hmm. seeing how that works. I think you, I think you need to do that. Well, no, the, the the routine was required strictly to uh, preserve cash flow, to keep me on the straight and narrow, stay focused health-wise, financially. I, and know, then I, I had, know that. It served an incredible purpose. And, and the, there was a the website suffered because of it big time. It. Because there was no podcast. There was no YouTube channel. There was none of that. There was just a blog that I wrote and posing music. So that was it. There was no PB and Joey. There was none of that. It was just the blog. That's it. But that was for the productivity was strictly to get myself back on back on track. Right. Now that I'm really close to being, well, back on track, let me just make sure I don't hit accidentally hit record. Okay. And the reason I'm, yeah, so that's taken care of. So the lab is good. The lab is set. I know where I can order my stuff, blah, blah, blah. That's done. The house is secured. That's done. Financially, getting better. So that's that. Uh, trips are being planned. Great. The house is set for routine. Each room has a purpose. Perfect. Where's the creativity? Where do I go and find it? How early do I have to get up to go get to go find it? Who can I rely on to bring with me? Uh, and just... That's it. What else can I be doing at this very moment to better the situation or come up with something better? What are things that I did once that I want to try and redo to make them better? 
You know, like, for example, I went and shot week nine. Week nine, uh, I came home and the camera was stolen. Okay. Really? So I went back, shot the same fucking episode um, a year later. So it ended up being like week 51. Week 51, I went and reshot it. And it was kind of cool. It was snowing. Is this when you got your car towed, yada yada? Car towed? When you, when you like spun it off the road and you had to get it. No, no, no. That was, that was incomplete trickster. That was, that's been the most expensive episode ever. (laughs) Um, no week 51 was, I was in, I was in Boston to reshoot, you know, uh, drinking coffee, getting pastries and then running around the snow and then doing drone shots over, you know, the bridge and just, you know, and I made it like a little theme. Like every time I'd go and do something that I was supposed to do, like in the original episode in week nine, I would just do like a little check mark. And I was just checking off the stuff, and it was decent. Um, it was it was fun, you know. I made fun of Bostonian accents a little bit, but I got the job done. And it was it was creative. Mm, yes, kinda. But a lot of there's a lot of rehashing, and I re I rehash a lot of shit because I've been in the same routine for so long that rehashing is routine. Do this, do that, uh, and then some other little projects, like for example. When I shot the entire New Hampshire seacoast, where I started, the, I took the drone, took off from Salisbury, oh, and, uh, the, and you saw the sign, then it lands in Elliott, Maine. So uh, I want to do that again, but have it more candid. Like we could do that this weekend if it wasn't, if it doesn't rain, we could go and do that. Right. Because the only thing, the thing is, I had to do it all myself. Well, so basically, I have told you right. a thousand billion gazillion times. That literally at a drop out of a hat, I would be there to help you. Right. So the idea is that. A thousand billion gazillion. And what I really one. need is somebody with a boat. Um, I'm working on it. <laughs> I got a lot of popsicle sticks. Yeah. Thanks, Wilson. Yeah. Um, no, because when you when the drone takes off, you have to shoot the footage and then bring it and then bring the drone back, move forward further. Mm-hmm. launch it again and you have to do that for about two hours right whereas you have somebody driving the car you can get a little farther a little quicker save some battery life and then you get better sh- footage because while somebody else is driving my head's out the window like a fucking you know like, gold- a, doggy. Yeah, like a golden retriever and you just kind of i just watch it and fly it and right. get better shots well then let's do that i told yeah. you that i am here at your complete disposal because i i believe in you mm-hmm. i think this is awesome um and i'd like to see you have more fun and i definitely think it could be profitable um well it totally can it's just it's you know the the, the patience and continue in the in the the productivity and the routine and just keeping at it right. um and i think that's fine because i can make commercials for companies i have so it's fine. I can do that. And that, that's a very profitable thing. You do a couple of those a month, you're good to go. Done. See ya. Um, and then the posing music on top of that. And then contributions on top of that. And then How other... did that posing music work out? Um, did you finish it? Did you redo it? I haven't redone it yet. But yeah, no. Her opinions align with yours and I agree with it. But she, wa- she wants it started. The thing with po- some songs, it's just very hard to blend everything together. She wants it started at a certain time. Right. Um, and then I'm going to take that posing music and just revamp it again. 
maybe I'll get it on it tonight. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow night. I don't know. But that song, that for that client in particular, I just I have to check out, you know, what time they want it started at, and then see how I can blend it from there. Right. I mean, the parts that you and I discussed, that's the easy fix. The question is, are they going to go with it? Because if they're the ones that's paying, it's ultimately their decision. Because right. it's what hits them. Because that's that's what posing music's all about. It's well, what hits yeah. them. That's why I see why she wanted the second version. Yeah, I mean, I just. I don't know. I'll go, like I said, I'll go through it and I'll see if it's do- doable. At least in my capacity. Fantastic. You know, because this is a client, I've done like three songs f- for, you know, in the span, in less than, this, in less than one year. So, um, I don't know, I lost my thought. Oh, the routine in general. Yeah. But yeah, I want to redo that because if I have somebody, uh, you know, with me doing that early in the morning, then the camera, both cameras will be active. The camera on the drone will be active shooting the seacoast. And at the same time, we'll also have the, the actual camera camera. Right. So we'll be shooting that as, and there'll be that'll be expanded content. The making of, you know, like making the music video. Right, fancy yeah. behind the scenes. So we can reshoot it and we can do it better. Right. First time wasn't bad. Like I got it. It was cool. But it just, you know, try it, you know, just do it again. Just, just fucking do it again. Yeah. And see how much better we can do it. And um, shooting that footage, maybe, you know, it'll be nicer out, you know, just better. Just, you can't, you don't just see the ocean once. You got to do it again. Always do it again. The you know? ocean's beautiful. That's right. the best place on the planet. You know, um, and that's easy content to fill out for the first few minutes of a vlog. And then, like, I know my niece wanted me to come down to Providence to see the new studio. Um so, depending upon the schedule this weekend, is that this weekend? Um, I think it is because I talked to her today and she was hoping that they did not want her to come in to clean because she was in Vermont today doing a shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a lot of other things do- to do. The weather says Saturday rain, Sunday snow, so we'll see. What? Yeah. There's a little snowflake. See? It's going to be 35. What the fuck is happening with our climate? (laughs) We're all going to die. We're all going to melt, and then we're going to freeze, and then we're going to melt again, and then we're going to freeze. Yeah. So, I don't know. The the weather changes, you know, every 15 minutes. This is bullshit. You can't get, you know, accustomed to anything or planet. As long as you're not getting woken up by bullet shots in the morning. Yeah, what was that all about? fine. I don't know, it was like, I think it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, because I sleep with my window open and the fan on, or white noise, and I hear this like, pop, 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 and I was like, please don't tell me that's that's gunshots, and then I didn't hear anything else, and I went into Starla's bedroom, and she was asleep, and I was like, all right, I think this is probably fine, because the last place you go to is the window, really should be the last place you look is out the window just in case um who y'all shooting out there yeah exactly <laughs> knock it off I'm trying gonna to shoot sleep. you too so pew, pew. um so i heard a couple of people talking and there were a couple of police um cars driving around talking to like the wanderers you know and they were like oh i didn't hear anything i was by cumbies i didn't hear a thing and i was like i wonder if i should go down there and be like i heard it don't know where it was, but I'm pretty sure it was on my corner because it was really loud. So, I don't know. The 
the guy that lived across the street that got shot and killed, I think it was like a couple years ago, um, that gun sounded very different. So it sounded like a pistol. Is really kind of a low. What are they shooting at? This um, is like I don't. Well, okay. The apartment building across the street. There's like there's a lot of drug activity um, in that building. And earlier that night, um, there was some guy that was like in front of our apartment that was yelling across the street, um, talking about like, "Come out here and fight me! I'm gonna bring my knife and this and that." And then finally he went away. And that, like, that happens every so often. That 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 neighborhood's actually been getting better. I honestly will say that. Um, so Starla was like, "Well, maybe it was maybe it was that guy. Maybe he came back." And I was like, "I don't know. There weren't, you know, nobody. There wasn't an incident where there was an ambulance, you know, a fire department or anything. The cops were just looking around to see who was firing something off. <laughs> so." And there's people let off a lot of fireworks too, yeah. You know, so you know the difference, though. Yeah, usually, um, yeah. So that was my morning, like three o'clock, and then finally snoozed back off to sleep. Woke up at six thirty and got a little cup of cake on her way to school. <laughs> so <sighs> this is my life. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'm cleaning everything up, um, going through stuff, getting rid of stuff, paring down so we can eventually move. She so you are going to move? Uh, yeah, eventually. I mean, now that I'm in this spot with, you know, $300,000 worth of medical bills, I, it's not like I can put my name on anything. So that's not going to happen for a while, but basically I'm going to be ready for when it does happen. So when Starla goes to Washington... For her trip, I'm going to go to uh, storage and deal with that because there's a lot in there to deal with. As far as what, like furniture and stuff or just stuff? Not so much furniture, but yeah, like a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Um, when we moved, we had like 10,000 pounds of books. So, and those have been in there for... We've lived here for 12 years. Like what kind of books? Like Roald Dahl books or like Gulag Archipelago book? Um, no, just a lot of like, uh, I was very big into like homeopathic and um, um, aromatherapy and there's like a lot of Wiccan books and a lot of books on fairies and trolls and stuff like that. <laughs> so I like that stuff. It's fun. It's cute. So um, there's there's just a lot of everything. There's a lot of everything. Oh. And then kids' books. All the kids' stuff, it has to go away. It has to go away. I'm going to give that to my girlfriend, Brittany. She keeps spitting out babies. Not sure why, but she does. Oh, my God. Knock it off. Yeah. Put a fucking cork in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go up there and rip her uterus out. Yeah. <laughs> enough is enough already. Uh, so, did you see anything in the news today? Anything that caught your eye? Any- <sighs> Any thoughts on the Mark Zuckerberg Facebook? Uh, here's okay. Here's the thing, and we could talk about this for like a, a hot minute because everybody else is talking about it. <laughs> so <laughs> hot who minute. really gives a shit yep. about what we have to think or say about it? Um, I'm gonna get your thoughts and opinions. Well, on it. I, I, as far as like the Facebook thing, mm-hmm. okay, like I'm so incredibly over that. Okay, we've been fighting for like privacy rights 
since like 1700s. Okay, like mm. people snooping through other people's mail. Okay, privacy is important, but essentially, when he says like privacy is dead, really, it is. Because anytime you hand over any type of information about you, it's at risk for getting hijacked or stolen or used or sold. It just is. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want any part of that life, rip up your social security card, fucking throw your phone away and go off the grid. Because this just is what our world is. And I'm not saying that um, information should be sold or, you know, but it is. People are interested in data and metadata, and this will always be an issue. It will never go away. You know, efforts for security, they can be heightened, but there's always a back door somewhere. There just is. So that I, I personally don't care anymore. I don't care. You want my metadata? Fucking take my metadata. You want to steal my identity? Good fucking luck. Have fun being me. <laughs> okay? I I I've given up caring because I, I don't I don't I don't care. I don't want to fight or argue over this because it it is what it is. So it's not a, something I'm passionate about. It's something that you you take a risk with every single thing that you do. Oh, I'm I understand the the whole privacy thing as far as that goes. What I don't agree with is the fact that there, um, your uh, political viewpoints or just viewpoints on anything in general can be used against you or used to suppress you. Um, because they, there's literally there's a video out there where Facebook talks about reducing and reusing as far as abuse and cons concerned, hate speech, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not necessarily a good thing. When everybody, somebody talks about hate speech... Uh, you have to define that, and you have to understand what that really is. Because well, first right, of all, any it's, it's anything different, that, it's different to different people in different countries. Well, they need, well, we're in this country. We're the only country with a freedom of speech in the Constitution. Right. So you have to understand that's anything. As long as it is not a threat, as long as you are not threatening or saying I'm going to go do this, it's all protected. But period. Facebook is global, and if like. Here's my feeling. Like, if you have a problem with anything Facebook does, you don't have to be on Facebook. Get true. off it's, of it. That's true. Get off of it and quit complaining. Right. But a company that big, when that's primarily set in this that's, in this that's country. That's that big now because you know when he was creating this in his little hoodie mm -hmm. with his I'll be your first friend, this was not – he did not imagine this. He nope. did not imagine that he would be sitting – you know, like um, learning how to drink water in front of Congress. Well, in a suit with a little baby booster made of leather, you know, in his chair. Yeah. So, you know, it's. I mean, I could I could see where the problem is when he's trying to give his speech and this and that and trying to explain everything where if he doesn't even know, then the people that he's trying to describe it to aren't going to know or understand everything that's going on. But again, I just feel like if you have a problem with it, you don't have to do it. No, I think we need more competition, personally, on every level. Well, yeah, it's just like the it's like it goes back to Ma Bell. Yeah, Ma Bell of Facebook. Yeah, I would need I need more competition. I want more competition on every platform, and I think that in legislation, because you're talking to you're talking to the government, who doesn't who 
first of all, technology-wise, they don't know they don't know shit about technology, how it truly works. They, and it's a committee. Okay, he's not under oath. Right. So this is basically you're just it's you're just appeasing the crowd. You know, you're just wagging your finger, but it's not going to do a goddamn thing unless you actually violate law, which they may have. But what are you going to do about it? Especially when there's so many lobbyists out there. You know, you put some money in some congressman's pocket and this shit goes away. Well, that's And that's, that's it. About. You get slapped with a tiny ass fucking fine and they move on with their day. While in the meantime, Google is fucking Skynet. They own YouTube and they can do whatever they want. They they can alter search engines. They can shadow ban anybody. They can they control news. They control searches. They control everything. Right. And they to me, Facebook doesn't hold a fucking candle to what Google can do. Right. And again, to what Google has already done. Yeah. And again, if you don't like it, you don't have to be a part of it. The problem is, is Google is big and the world relies on it. It's it Android. Is, but there are still people that have torn up their social security cards and live completely off the grid. Right. So if it's such that big of a fucking problem for somebody, then go do that. When does it, when does it flip? Jordan Peterson said eventually that if there's so much inequality or there's so much suppression, he, he believes that the people will just say fuck it and just flip the system right on its head. When will it flip? I have no idea. Do you think it'll flip? Mm, well, tides always turn. That's just that's just Event, back yeah. to the matter. Eventually, if something becomes so big where it collapses under its own weight. So um, I don't I don't know. It's it's to be seen. I mean, all everything that goes on. As far as technology is concerned, all this is new territory. Mm. So, like, I don't think anybody can really make that call of when that's going to happen or who's going to bring that about. It's, you know, this is all new territory. It concerns me being in this position where you have people older than me thinking one way and then people just a few years younger than me thinking a completely different way. I'm kind of stuck in the middle and going, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? Or what's wrong with me? Am I am, am I the idiot through all this? Am I missing something? Is there something that I don't understand? But I, anybody who's willing to sit down and listen or calmly tell me their thoughts and feelings on something, then it's like I see them, they all happen to be, for the most part, aligned, seemingly aligned here on, the, on this one side. But then I look at all the other uh, people who they're not willing to sit down with somebody and reason with them or talk with them or calmly state their opinion. It's all forceful. Right. And then I notice what side they're on. I think Roseanne said it best. Roseanne Barr. She's like, I didn't move politically. You motherfuckers went, are the ones that took off running. Right. Yeah. Um, I stay, I've been right where I am the entire time. It's all you guys that moved. Right. You know, Dave Rubin was the same way. So, and these are, people that have been uh their, their accounts are being fucked with and stuff like that and i i don't appreciate it and i, I can't really get into detail too much because there's, a, there's still a lot of information being uncovered there's a lot of misinformation out there misinformation is what pisses me off the most well, and, and that's everywhere and that and that is something where people have to stop being so lazy and spoon-fed everything and you have to go on a mission to actually figure out what is what is true and what is real which is why you have to be open-minded to listen to everything mm. and then figure it out because what makes sense is usually what makes sense right now none of it makes sense 
all statistics, like every single statistic out there, I feel like is a giant pile of shit. Every statistic out there, from the fucking gender wage gap to the rape statistics in college, to uh, gun to to gun crime, to violent crime, to pretty much anything at well, this yeah, point. Well, yeah, because anything one thing can completely disprove the other. You, be, okay, when people are going after statistics, it is such a small. It, it's like such a. It's almost like the smallest focus group. You know, like we pulled a hundred people. You know, it's not like we went worldwide and in talked what to, town? you know, 9 billion people on the planet Earth, and this is what we came up with. So when you talk about statistics, it's a small pool of people from one place, or maybe a small pool of people from several different places. But it's not, though, I think that stuff is so completely irrelevant. It's pulling numbers out of your asshole. And as long as, and if you say it with confidence, then it sounds real and true. Like there's this there's this one TED talk where this guy he comes on and he, he says something so incredibly ludicrous, and it it has something to do with like um like it, it was so ludicrous something about eating sausages and heart disease and then something to do with smoking, and then he's like he gives out these you know percentages and this and that, and everybody in the audience is shaking their head and he's like he's like. So you, and you believe me, right? And everybody's shaking their head and he's like, well, that's not true. Those are just numbers that I came up with and words that I said, but I, I said them profoundly. So you believe me because I'm also a doctor. So there's tons of bullshit out there. That's why I, I think that, um, that's why it's just, um, it's hard for me to go so far globally to try to get a grasp on a lot of things. Because I'm more concerned with what, like, touches me and my loved ones around me. Because that's the only control that I have. You know what I mean? Like, what's in my backyard versus... Gunfire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I still believe that everybody should be able to have guns. Because if somebody, some crazy ass is, you know, like, carrying and shooting people, you should be able to shoot them back. Um, you know, uh, Great Britain just banned knives. Yeah, I, I read that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I read that. Fucking Yeah. I don't understand how fucking stupid you have to be a, a, as a country to do that. Um see, I don't know. So what's I, what's po- I, again, what's, again, that's that's globally. That's without my reach and something I can't understand or control. So But I see it and it's a the idea is yeah, I get it. It's over there. Uh well, so was World War Two. No, I I understand. I get where you're going because it's just like that saying, you know, like if you don't if you don't stand up for somebody that's being ridiculed and yada yada, you know, and you stay silent, who's gonna be there to you know? I don't want to. I don't want to stay silent anymore. I want to be the biggest asshole you've ever fucking met for a greater good. Right. Because if I don't have the right to be the biggest dick you've ever come across then we've got a real problem okay and the reason that people stayed silent or didn't rebel is the reason we've had some of the biggest catastrophes population wise ever well, as far then as you should Mao and China uh, uh, Stalin uh, Khrushchev Lenin Hitler Germany right well then pick a mission and go with it instead of screaming and shouting about every single little thing because that's not going to do shit. If you're just going to sit there and bitch about everything, pick something. 
I don't and do something about it. I haven't bitched about too much. Well, at least not publicly. I'm just saying, when you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the world's biggest asshole and dick and talk about everything, you know, you're just gonna be a whiny bitch that sits there screaming about everything. Pick if you want to make change, if you want to make a difference, pick something. I did. I and, picked and do go at it a hundred percent. Don't just bitch about everything. I did. I based it off the First Amendment. That's my that's my fight. Okay. My fight is the First Amendment, okay. and that applies to everything. I have the right to the First Amendment. I have the right to defend the First Amendment, Correct. and by any means necessary. Correct. So that is my goal. That is why I suspended all services that I provide to Great Britain. So that's Northern Ireland, Scotland, England. I will no. I will not be because of the whole Nazi pug thing. I will not be doing any business with them un, uh, until he's acquitted of all of the charges, because that's bullshit. Okay. Okay. Um. So that is my fight. My right to be an asshole is in the Constitution, and the the argument is well. There's two arguments. People would say, well, your words can mean violence. Uh, first of all, go fuck yourself. And uh, yeah, as far as hate speech goes, yeah. This, first of all, if if a dude wants to walk around. And, and and be all about white supremacy and Nazis and they want wants to get his friends together in West Virginia and he wants to have a fucking rally. He could do that. You know what you do? You don't show up. Don't go there and start shit because first of all, they're all older dudes. They're all stubborn dudes. They're all out in the middle of nowhere. Eventually, a lot of them are going to die off or get bored. Right. And it's not going to be an issue. There are not a lot of white supremacists in this country. There are not a lot of Westboro Baptists in this country because it's called Westboro because it's in a really small town that nobody fucking cares about. But San Francisco is a big town. Los Angeles is a big town. And there's a lot of assholes in that town. And not this type of assholes, not Joey assholes, but other assholes that charge way too many taxes, have a lot of control, and suppress a lot of speech. Campuses, college campuses, same problem. Yeah, they do. And I'm, this is one thing I stand by and until further notice. Don't go to college. Don't send your kid to college. Don't. Don't. Just discourage them. I think that's where we need to start. Stop sending your fucking kids to college. Well, my Burn kid, the, bring the schools down. Especially my kid's after the, going to college because it's free. Well, which college? And um, anywhere in California, it's free. Now, mind you, this is four years away. So, but she gets a hundred percent free ride. Now, with everything that's happening on college campuses, would you want to rethink that decision? I have four years to think about it, and so does she. Okay, because I personally, I wouldn't want her very intelligent mind ruined by a bunch of left-wing. Or just radical-minded assholes in general that telling her thinking one way is good and thinking another way is bad. Where thinking in all directions is the, is the best way to express yourself and get proper discussion and better education. Exactly. And her mind won't be ruined simply because that's how she was raised. I hope not. It won't. It won't. I, gu I guarantee it. My child is something out of this world yeah, and so I'm not just saying that because she's my child she actually is out of this world oh alright I've met plenty of parents who think their fucking kids are stupid um the that's but you asked me that's what's my fight that's my fight my fight is 
being able to say and do what I want without having any fear. People are worried about saying and doing things because they're worried about losing their job or getting in trouble with their family or being ridiculed or just having their opinion be proved faulty. See, Whereas, I, don't, I don't live like that, so I don't, I don't really know that. I don't give a fuck anymore. I, not, I'm not saying you. Right. I'm, I'm just saying I don't give a, I don't care at all anymore about that fear of because of what I, what I've been through as an individual, like anybody else. But how I've hit crossed the finish line is, fuck it. I'm not gonna sit quietly and apply and apply corporate standards to how I live my life. My life is not a corporate standard. My life is the only thing I have that is of any value to me. Right. I think that's worded correctly. So I'm going to do what I I'm going to I'm going to learn from the people who are willing to talk and listen. And I see them all coming from a certain side. And correct and you're able to correct them when they're wrong. They're a little more they're traditional in the fact that they're willing to sit down and listen. That's a tradition. Yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah. Of willing to sit down a, a, in any capacity and have a conversation. That's tradi- That's being traditional. Mm-hmm. Well, sign me the fuck up. Right. But in, in, the, in the form of being innovative, this is my form of being progressive. Sitting with a person who I have no idea where their political affiliations lie, their thoughts, their opinions, their lifestyle, their life choices, their organization, their upbringing their experiences all completely different from mine you know physically emotionally anatomically all different life experiences no clue what i'm jumping into you know you could be sacrificing hamsters on a saturday night i don't fucking know but are took... you spying on me with your drones <laughs> no i ain't flying my drone down there to get shot down the but willing to stick a microphone in front of your face and just see what happens that's my being progressive or apparently not being progressive that's me being traditional and we're only on the third episode of this little shit show and you being a semi-regular guest i've let i've learned to let you talk most of this episode so what does that say because you're tired doesn't matter i put myself in that position right so what does that say about me wanting to sit down and listen to anybody talk i think you're getting there yes so, okay, then am I? Then obviously, am I in the wrong for thinking that these people who act the way they act and do things the way they do, I think they're fucking lazy. I don't care what your gender is or what you're thinking inside. Can you be a productive member of society? Can you be, prove to be productive, innovative, strong? What's your nutrition like? How many pills are you taking? What was your upbringing like? Are your parents still together? Does it matter to me if they're two female parents, two male parents, or two whatever, you know, like my mom and dad. You had the you had biologically an efficient upbringing. Well, that might have something to do with your current lifestyle. Okay? Uh Are you a productive member of society? Are you contributing? Are you putting positive vibes out there? Or are you just constantly, you know, putting things under protest and saying that everything is systemic and everyone else is to blame? Where instead of which one was it, Cain or an Abel or Abel? I forget which one blamed everybody for everything. But one of them in the Cain and Abel story, he ended up killing Cain. I think it was. He ended up blaming all of his problems on his brother and killing him because of it. 
That's what concerns me. So it's gonna. It's been shitty for a long time. So it's been like we got thirty years of shit. It's gonna take another thirty years to fix it. So when I say don't send your kid to college, I'm not saying don't do it. Although I kind of am, but it makes you think about it. But you've said you've got four yeah, years four to think about, years. It. right? Yeah. So, and yeah, I'm one of those persons, people, persons that just says fuck it. Number one, I didn't have the greatest experience in college, so that's my baggage, if you would say. I went to school for two and a half years, didn't know what I was doing there, thought it was a complete fucking waste of time. And yes, I met, I met oppressive people when I was there, and they were faculty members in the dorms and in the classrooms. But I met some nice people along the way. But 34 grand that could have been better spent somewhere else, in my opinion, based on my experiences. Right. Well, like I told you, like the 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 loan officer when we bought our cars was like I could go to college for 10 years, be a doctor and come out in debt to $300,000 or I can stay at this company for 10 years and then be making $100,000 without any debt. So right. Everybody, it's everybody's choice to do what it is that they want to do. When I went to college, every, all the classes that I took were creative. I took sign language, which I'm going to venture back into because I was really good mm-hmm. at ASL. Um, and I took um, I took sewing and pattern making. There's a lot. I was more. I'm more of a creative soul, so I am not interested, nor can I write term papers. So it, it's just, it's not something that I can do. It's just that I don't want to do that. That is not me. I, I can write poetry, but I cannot write a fucking term paper to save my life. Whereas my ex-husband, 20 minutes before class, could sit down, type everything out, and come home with an A paper. You couldn't do it. So he has that. I don't have that. That's mm. That's not... I'm not programmed that way. So everybody has their road, and they have to decide on their own i feel sorry for the people that feel like they are forced to go to college when they're living for somebody else i'm 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 living to make my mom and dad happy whereas like when i when i raise my kid she is living to make herself happy whatever the hell it is that she wants to do i completely 100 percent support her and her goal to find out what her happiness is she doesn't need to make me happy. She doesn't need to make her father happy. She doesn't have to live for anybody other than herself. And that's very important. Like in their health class, these kids took um, these surveys, one for um, self-esteem, mm-hmm. okay? So a lot of these kids struggle with self-esteem. Hers came back. She has very high self-esteem. Fucking amazing. Amazing. I did something right. And then they take a survey on depression. They all had to write their names down so that the teachers, I'm only assuming that kids that are in a very depressive state, they're going to talk to them. So she did her survey. She, she didn't have a single, um, a single check mark for depression. So she's a very happy child that has high self-esteem, which is absolutely amazing because I was not in those shoes when I was her age. I was the complete opposite. And her girlfriend takes all this stuff that they're doing in their health class very, very seriously. So yesterday um, they were eating lunch in the cafeteria and one of these girls, I don't know what happened, something, but it was stupid. And she goes, Oh my God. And I just want to kill myself. And then Dianara looks at Starla and says, 
we need to go tell somebody. We need to tell somebody. And Starla like giggles and she's like, honey, she's just being over dramatic. And she goes, you don't know that. You don't know if she is. What if she kills herself tonight? One less if problem. We come, to, we come to school tomorrow and she's not there. We're going to feel horrible. We need to talk to somebody. You know, but it's just like, I am so glad that they are actually acknowledging things like this mm-hmm. in middle school um, because they didn't talk about this kind of shit when I was going to school. I lost a lot of friends to suicide. I had, I knew a lot of friends that were cutters, you know, so I'm glad that they are stepping in because that's the first, that's the, the first de- direction that these kids are going to be able to move forward in a, in, in with a healthy mind. Yeah. I felt like when I was in high school, I had no exposure to anything creative, nothing. I really did. I felt like it was just a dead. I felt like I, it was a tourist. First of all, I, I went to high school in a, in a tourist town. Okay, so there's nothing there. There's mm-hmm. nothing there to glue yourself to as far as being creative. You know, it's a lake and some restaurants, and that's it. It, it, it was, it's, it's bullshit. There was nothing I could really attach myself to saying, okay, let's go be creative in this direction or that direction. You know, maybe if you lived in like, – that's why I love cities so much because you can get lost in a city. Mm-hmm. You just literally just point the camera and you get material. Well, in, if your isolation settings are working correctly, um, but for the most part, you get that material. So creative mode is pretty awesome. It's yeah. Um, so with that being said, that's why I like that so much. So, but boredom is good too. You can get a lot out of boredom, and I don't. I think kids need to be more bored instead of being constantly glued. And I have the same problem too, where. You know, I can sit in front of screens all day, and I'm just – it exhausts you. And you're not even touching them. They're just in front of you. You can be exhausted. Well, yeah. That just – that that absolutely happens. And that's the one, that's one thing I want to help fix is just the whole – there's a lot of anxiety and depression, but for many different reasons. People are fucking, oh, my life sucks. Here, take a fucking pill. Well, yeah, you but know? people isolate themselves so much that – Because they think their friends that, are all in front of them. That breeds that, Yeah. But it's and like, they no, they're, on, they're ha- on a little fucking five and a half inch screen. Right. No, your friends are not right in front of you. And they don't know how to interact around actual people. Right. And that's the problem. You know, it's like swipe, you know, it's swipe right, swipe left. No, that life is a little more complicated than that. Life has far more risk to it than that. So just going left and right, liking, laughing, and then, you know, bashing, going up on Twitter, which is a full on fucking virtual fist fight. I don't have a Twitter. Ooh, be careful with Twitter. I'm not going to Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's rough. Thankfully, I follow some funny people. Um, but for the most part, if you don't have it, you don't need it. Uh, I have it for social media purposes as far as running a website and posting, you know, this, that, and the other thing and promoting other musicians. But for the most part, there's a reason I'm not – I've stopped using it on the weekends. Right. It's just – it's a – talk about a hole. You just – and you just every time you open it up, just, keep, just get that shovel. Because you're not going to get out of it. You just see so much negative shit. I'm good. I'm good. But that's the thing. It's human nature to look for negativity because we're looking for danger. Because we're, we're still animals. We're biolog- It's biological. You know, it's like looking for danger, looking left, looking right. Don't get hit by a van again. You know, it's like – and that's what Twitter is. You're looking for danger. You're trying to check to see if you can f- spot the danger ahead of time. Yeah, but it seems like you're just looking for danger to dive into it. That yeah, just sounds stupid. Looking for trouble, right? And if you keep looking for trouble, you'll find it. Right? Because all you gotta do is drop one comment, and shit can go south. 
Happy birthday to I, you. I did that. The one time was... Uh, well, I guess we'll end on this. I walked into... It was when I got... Uh, we, I landed in Fort Lauderdale. And there was a woman at the counter just being... Oh, is this the, the picture you posted? Yes. Miserable woman. And yeah. just obviously hated her life. She was yelling and saying, I don't want this and being proactive and being a bitch. Mm -hmm. And granted, yeah, this place was cheap and my mom rented the car. So obviously the car is going to suck and the service is going to suck. So you get what you fucking pay for mom. Think twice next time you rent the car. Um, so we're there and this woman is being a total twat. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a miserable human being. And you literally just want to tell this person, just shut up, Tell stop talking, and get out. Uh -uh. So I put, I, I literally posted on the internet, like the back of her head, visually. Yeah. And I just said, "This is the this woman is the biggest fucking cunt I've ever met." Just boom, right? I'm like, it had to be said. Don't care. Didn't dox anybody. Just saying, the back of her head is the worst of humanity. Mm -hmm. And then some people got a well. I know Norisha Bodwell got a laugh out of it. Um, but there was this one woman who started, I don't, first of all, I was not friends with her, but she started, she gave me this very passive aggressive approach. And I was like, listen, here's the black and white of this. Okay. This woman was a cunt. All right. And she should be yelled at simple as that. This woman doesn't understand, you know, she needs to be talked to. She doesn't need to be talked to. Like you can't approach a person like this and go, excuse me. You know, you're being very uh, inappropriate right now. Which they don't respond to that. Yeah, but pe that's because the, ser the service world has completely awarded people with bad behavior. Yeah. Because if you bitch enough, you're going to get something for free. I'm sorry you feel that way. Let me see what I can do to yeah. make it right. And the world knows that, that if you make a big enough stink... You'll get exactly what you want and be treated like a princess. Yeah. So, so I, there are people that, that go out on a daily basis and that's how they live their life so that they can get things for free. Yeah, I don't like that. It's lazy. And I then I ended up getting into a stink with this woman as far as her thoughts and opinions. And I yeah, I still stand by what I said and how I feel about it. This woman was a cunt and this girl who was responding to me was like, yeah, so was I over the top in my thoughts and feelings? Yeah. But... That's fine. I'm stating an opinion. This woman was a cunt. Well, and she and, probably was. You know, and it wouldn't it wouldn't have been the first time that I told a customer in line to shut the fuck up. Okay? It wouldn't have been the first time because as a fellow patron, I have a right to good service and good and a good quality in uh experience. How can I have as a customer, a fellow customer, fellow patron have a good customer experience when the person next to me is being a miserable piece of shit no trust me i understand i took starla to boston airport once to fly out to go see her father the guy behind us was flipping his shit because just the line was so long and it was getting time to where like we need to be at the gate and he's flipping out and she starts crying because he's stressing like everybody out in the line by yelling, like, can't you get other people? Why is it taking so long? You know, so there's decent human beings, and there's people that just can't hold their shit together. Yeah, and those people need to be engaged. Those people need to be put in a fucking box and lit on fire. 
like a uh, like a like a Helena in a box. Yes, <laughs> they need to be boxed like Helena and just pushed and wheeled everywhere. Yeah, those are horrible fucking people. No, and, and I don't know how people can actually. I personally don't understand how people can be like that. Like I, I get if something's taking too long and you can be stressed out about something, or if you actually really have a shitty experience and you want to let somebody know about it. But there's no reason to ruin somebody else's day just because something wasn't right for you. I just, I'm not that kind of a person. I'm not. I can't. I don't understand. Well, that. this was an easily solvable situation from her end. It was simple. This was not a commercial. This was not a commercial rental car facility. This was one of those local places. Well, it's super simple. Don't go there anymore. Find more competitive. Because in that environment, uh, competitive rates for rental cars everywhere. Very competitive market. Several different options. Several different locations. Big city. Go wherever you want. Or there's apps you can use to get even better cars for lower prices. So you have plenty of options. But instead, you chose to come here and be a bitch. So the problem is the problem is you. You are the problem. And you're creating in your problem, you're making your problem everybody else's problem. Right. So you're a miserable miserable human being and you need to be verbally stomped. But I just chose to ridicule her instead. Just I you know, you know, goodbye. Bye. Yeah. Wave bye to her. <laughs> and that's that's fine. Well, see, and I told Starla, like, when you come across people like this in the world, because I've worked in retail forever, is all you need to think in your mind is, thank God she's not my aunt and I have to see her at Christmas. Problem is, some of those people are dangerous. They become very dangerous. And it could be, it can be customs, it can be cultural, and sometimes those cultures are a little more violent, and when you try to call them out, they get, you know, the backlash hits. Mm -hmm. You know, be honest, that's why I got a little uncomfortable with my niece when she said, I'm from Providence. You know, we're, I'm a big foodie. Who gives a fuck? You're from fucking Providence. Nobody gives a shit about Providence. I, I like Providence. They got good donuts there. They got a nice river walk. But big fucking deal. If you're from Providence, go to New York City. Go to fucking uh, Austin, Texas. There's some real food there. That's where food was born, okay? That's where barbecue was born. That's where pizza was born, okay? That's You want to be a foodie? Go there. Go check that out. Then come back to me about your Providence, Rhode Island, okay? Which is basically invented by fucking gangsters who own the roads. So guess what? Take a step back with your mamas and your papas and your tapas. Oh, all right. Jesus. Here and we go. Go explore real food. So what? This is a little it's a it's a little place in a little town that's making a little bit of an improvement. That's what I want to see. I just want to see improvement. Like a fat girl at the gym. You're there? Great. And you and, and you dress decently? Cool. You're making an effort. Good for you. Good tapas. Good for you. Come back to me in two weeks. Let's see where you're at. Oh, you fell off the wagon a little bit? Yep, we all have. Get right back on there. Keep making those tapas. Let's see where you're at from there. Oh, good stuff. All right, cool. Well, maybe we can lower the prices a little bit, okay? Lower the prices on those tapas. Lower the weight a little bit. Come on. Go from Put there. more booze in that drink. Right. That's all crushed ice. There so, was a sip. Uh, right. So let's, let's see a little improvement. See a little appreciation for your effort. Mm. Okay. Sorry, you know, situation's a little shitty lately. I get it. We're working to help you out. That's why you're here. We're doing everything we can for you. But ease off on the foodie snob shit. You know? All right. I have no opinion on that. 
I do. It makes anything that makes me uncomfortable and feel, and I feel like I'm in a Ben Stiller movie. I kind of like lean back and get really quiet. You know, that's why I sit at the end. I'm like, dude, thanks for you know, you know, it's, it's finally it's it's a nice breath of fresh air to have some decent food in an area that isn't just fucking fried chicken. Right. Even though that fried chicken is amazing. I guess so. I don't know. I can't stop going to Albert Cohen to go to I'll USA go to Albert Cohen. I like I like authentic. I mean, uh, the best some of the best Colombian food I ever had was in the middle of Lawrence. Yeah. Well, that's where it is. That's where it come from. Mm. Comes from. No, I I would try Albert Cohen because I mean, I like margaritas, but I know it's fake as fuck. I like Olive Garden, but I know it's fake as fuck. I don't like Olive I like Olive Garden. Do you? Yeah, why not? You know? It's not we all grew my, up on microwave food as a kid. It's not my favorite. It's, it's not, no, it's I'm not, not a big pasta person. First I, off, well, I try not to be. I just, I'm not. They got great soup. I know that. They got good breadsticks. Yeah. They make good booze. They get great cheesecake. Not the mm-hmm. best. Yeah. But I'm saying it's fake, but I can totally go there, get the fan favorites, and be like, all right, I'm okay. Right. I'm okay. Yeah. You know, but I want to try. I love authentic, and I love real, and I love creative. So that's where I'm. I'm not a food snob. I'm a food fan. Right. I appreciate the attempt of of bringing quality items. Whereas if you go to places like the Common Man, which are fucking dog shit and overpriced, and I'll say it, I don't care if he owns like seventy four businesses in this state. Hey, Common Man, Alex Gray or Ray, your food fucking sucks. And it's overpriced. Your muscles are really good, though. So what? I'll jerk off and make mus- muscles. Not Big in the muscle that Muscles them. are so easy to make. Yeah, I'm just saying. Their muscles are good. Can you ease up, adjust a little bit on any fucking opinion that I have about anything? All day with you, you've been like this with me. Well, I've been, I'm tired. God, I know, but it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to hit the mic again. Hey, don't do that. Twat. I'm not a twat. All day you have been like this. I've been in a bad mood today. Well, God. when I when I don't have my alpha brain, I feel like my fucking I feel like the synapses in my brain are just snapping. Yeah, where you have to go <laughs> on anybody's anything. Uh, I I'll play back the tape, but I'm not gonna go into my text messages and see all that shit. It was bad, and then as soon as I got to Starbucks, I had my I got my alpha brain popped two with my coffee, almost burnt my face off doing it in the process. Don't try to pop pills while drinking hot coffee. Well, I think you should try that again it. and again and again and again and over and over and over again. Shut your face. Um, so yeah, on that note, beating the shit out of the microphone. Oh, thanks. I'm yeah, appreciate that. Uh on that note, I'll probably close it up because we just did over an hour and thirty and I could probably clean this up into a halfway decent podcast. Except for you hitting the microphone. Maybe. Well thanks I think that. you should keep that in there and you should remember that next time when you are pooing over everything I have to say all day long. I was in a bad mood. I told you that ahead of time. No, you I don't even think that you did. And then I was like, Ugh, one of these. All right. <laughs> I'm not one, of, one of these. I'm messaging you. Yeah. One of these. Enjoy your day, dickhead. <laughs> No, I'd have to look back and play the. I'll have to play back the tape. How was your uh, nut butter? It's really good and dangerous. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that'll make you a fat kid real quick. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i trying not to be a fat kid because, look, I, I'm finally getting some muscle back. Oh, that's fantastic. You should squeeze my abs. They're hard as a rock. I'm un- underneath the squishy <laughs> is a fucking rock. Patrick! Fucking rock. SpongeBob! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Little, 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 little. <laughs> All right. I will edit this later. 
uh, thank you for carrying the flag for the majority of this, uh, this thing. It's coherent. And uh, I guess we'll have a, we'll be on a winning streak. Three in a row. Yay! Yay. Woo!